and welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, aka your Dunkle Moss, no Perito, and I'm here with the Jim and Pam of our podcast. Lisa Condemi, that's right, I am the Jim, uh, aka Gorgonzola, oral army construct. <laughs> Oh, this God. Is a, this is a play on when I said orc and no one could understand what I was saying. <laughs> orc, like, not orc with, like, a, a Long Island accent saying orc. Yeah. Orc. orc. <laughs> oh, God, look Island at all those orcs. Who are you and who uh, are you? Hi, I'm Ashley Goodwin, a.k.a. Brigid. Not leaving anything unsaid as we come for the head of Sula dead. Oh, Holy shit. I have chills. Oh, I have chills. I, I got him too. I should have done a good one, probably. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Ashley did for the first time figure out her intro like, in like, the car. In the way cab. before. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh well you know what these intros were both passable uh you <laughs> you have survived to the next wow, round you like lowered the average <laughs> fuck you this is a group grading system the crew down. What can I say? Uh, all right let's recap last time the trio and moss peace willow faced off against the twisted scientists of the sockets arcane laboratory Feeling fine and not wanting to waste any time, Moss used Wall of Stone to put up a barrier between the escaping deep gnomes and the lower floors. Clutch move. Clutch move. We love you, Moss. We love him. <laughs> Smite finished off Barella, the drow mage in the chamber he engaged, causing the other drow mage, his name was Andwar, by the way. We didn't ask. You're rhyming a lot. Jim? It wasn't on purpose. Yeah, Jim in this scenario, his name was Andwar. It wasn't initially oh. Jim in the office. We did not ask for his name. Uh, yeah, so he had a meltdown over his lost love. Uh, he cast Cloud Kill and critically injured Zola and Pyre and killed the gnomes he was working with, silencing them before anyone could question them for more information. Management is not your friend. Yeah. HR is there to protect the company. Between that and Erica Boderica icing that other guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boderica. Don't be surprised. Erica Boderica. <laughs> Don't be surprised if your manager tries to kill you, my friends. <laughs> Don't be shocked. <laughs> Boxed in, the Omnimalum Stooges attempted to make a break for the elevator to warn Suladed on the upper floors, but thanks to the fire of Brigitte and the blades of Smite and Zola, they didn't make it far. After liberating and reviving the Bard Sleepless and the Hobgoblin Knob, the group easily overpowered the remaining enemies, winning the battle, albeit very messily. Searching the rooms, they discovered that the three they had saved were the only people who had avoided getting their souls sucked into the golden microchips. Thanks to a nat 20, Zola recovered those microchips, and the group resolved to discover a way to bring these poor folk back. Smite rallied the troops, welcoming them to the Order of the Fallen God, which triggered some sort of reaction in Moss, perhaps familiarity, before the group settled down to yeah, bandage up. what the up. fuck was that? Gotta get Sus. into it late, Ani. Our heroes took an expedited short rest, where they were allowed to level up to level 9. Because Whee! I am very kind, and they deserve to go into the rest <laughs> of this chaos with a little more power. Woohoo! Woohoo! The group decided to split up. Nob, Moss, Pyre, and Sleepless would hold position and get ready to make their next move while our heroes cleared out the fifth floor and found a means to escape. Wait, Pyre's with Moss? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Pyre and Sleepless. It's not like Winnie the Pooh. Oh no. Oh, oh no. bother. Bother. Yeah, oh bother. The trio um, then would try to make a break for the pupil or the central column of the socket to save the few hundred people who are still trapped, waiting for their turn for the transformation chambers. 
With Nob's advice on how to navigate the strange inner sanctum of this secret organization, the party set off to clear the rest of the building and get going on their escape plan. Another nat 20, this time on Arcana, allowed Zola to perfectly unlock the Alleviator to the fifth floor, learning the spell Knock in the process. The doors? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yes, I don't for... <laughs> have a level two spell slot yet, actually. So once I am a little bit strong, I, it's like I know it. I read the chapter, but it just. The test isn't uh, here yet. Yeah, like, uh, I, it's not. It, I can't quite get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in practice, but if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's for sure the knock That's spell. That's the knock spell, for sure, for sure. You guys walked into a massive lobby esque chamber filled with strange swamp water gardens. On the other side was a set of doors guarded by a Durgar secretary who regarded you all skeptically thanks to another nat 20 there's so many nat 20s in the episode they managed to deceive the Duragar into thinking that something was going on in the building and it was caused by someone else not them for sure duh um she (laughs) the Duragar woman then went in to warn Suladed of the coming danger the gnome refused to evacuate immediately and commanded the trio to enter so he could make decisions on the next move and that is where we are right now. Is it? It is. <laughs> you all walk well, on sure. the now present stone path that was raised from the waters to allow passage to the other side. The Durgar woman stands there patiently in her black pantsuit, doors to Suladet's office open, the sounds of work being done inside. Zola, you are leading, Brigitte and Smite following behind. You're kind of like a trio of hooded black coats um, trying to appear to be mages. Um, You cross the path and head past the main desk where the secretary stands into the office of head tinker Suladed Diddlepiss. No, I, I go home, actually. Okay, you turn back. Uh, <laughs> you guys walk into this wide stone room lit by a number of crystal lights, as well as a main, larger crystal light in the center, casting this warm, yellowish glow that feels like empty sunlight. There are no aesthetic decorations in here. It's more akin to a workshop than an office. There's a long, segmented window lining the entire wall, looking out onto the like waking city of the socket. But other than that, it seems like everything in here is function-built. There is breaking up the window you see that there are a number of messy shelves with like books facing in different directions some bindings in some paper out some broken up by um like these um binders that are just kind of laying flat it looks like an absolute mess in here guy's got no binder organization system yeah you could really use i mean this assistant really isn't doing like anything for him (laughs) um You guys see at the far end of the room, um, facing away from the windows, is a messy wooden desk covered in books and papers, a half-eaten sandwich, and a bottle of water that reads, Bottled in Balderheim. Blueprints and schematics are pinned to the walls amongst diagrams of bodies and strange machines, other parchments and tools scattered around. It honestly looks like someone has, like, ransacked this place, but also like everything is intentionally in these spots. Like he's, like, a mad genius. Yes, as if he has, like whatever system of organization he is using could not be decoded by anyone mm. but him. Can I do a perception check? Um, yes, what would you look to look for? Clues. Yeah, you know what? Hold <laughs> You know what? You gonna, you're going to do a clues check. What, Roshaggy? Alright, here's the deal. We're going <laughs> to... We're gonna. I'll finish the description, and then if you guys want to make some general perception checks to see what you might see, uh, yeah. sorry, we'll I just got that. excited. I know, I knew that you were. I knew you were <laughs> stuff to say. I'm so sorry. Not it's okay. It's okay. Um, so again, there are lots of different things blocking, like this window, which is clearly here for you know 
if this were like an executive's office, this would be where they'd fold their arms and go and look out to the city. He clearly does not give a shit about that. There's lots of things like standing in front of the window, blocking some of the natural light, even behind him. It's like from your angle, you'll actually have to get a, you'll have to get from your angle, you actually have to get really close to the window to see what's going on below because of just how much shit he's got up against the walls right now. So he's a hoarder, um, is what you're saying. Kind of, yes, kind of like a hoarder. But you also see throughout here, there are like almost experiment stations. There's like various kind of almost bonsai tree-like plants that have clearly been experimented on. Again, no aesthetic here. They look absolutely twisted, gnarled, and like covered in like cysts almost. Um, you also see- Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, you also see a fancy looking jug with a number of like different corks stuck into it, half open file cabinets, um, some interesting like glasses and like, bubbling vials, ticking little clockwork machines. As you approach, you begin to wonder, like, who has called for you? Because for at this angle, you see no one. Uh, and then you suddenly hear, like, a poof as someone clearly hits their head on the bottom of the desk. And you're like, ah! Um, and then scrambling out from underneath, you see a, not a deep gnome, but a rock gnome, like... Dwarf and Diddlepiss, like Swarf and Diddlepiss, who you've met. These tawny, tan-skinned, smaller humanoids. This one has a shock of this, like, yellowish hair. Um, they wear these dark black overalls over, like, a purple Carhartt shirt. Um, they're also wearing these, they like... Have Carhartt hair? <gasps> yeah, He's of course. Gay? Yes, of course. Um, um, uses he, they pronouns, actually. I might as well say it now. Um, um, wearing these giant spectacles that just magnify the these kind of like amber yellow eyes to the maximum. It looks like just they're pressed against the glass practically. I think you're trying to make me like Sula did. Making <laughs> him kind of queer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucked up that you're what, manipulating you me. big glasses and car Problematic. Problematic. You know, not every queer person can be great, unfortunately. Um, they should be. That's how I'm learned. They don't even look up as you enter. They kind of scramble out from underneath the desk, run over to this bonsai tree, and like lean underneath it to grab this vial of like this clear liquid they run across the room and sh put it in this machine that like shakes it around a bunch and what you see it begins to so turn bad. green <laughs> he runs back over and like haphazardly dumps it all over the tree um and you see as its roots begin to <laughs> crawl up and it starts to like crawl out of the Brigitte pot is horrified. interesting interesting i'm messaging everyone should i just trip him should I just stick a foot out <laughs> stick a crock out absolutely <laughs> horrified by the, this destruction of nature he she starts to cry a little yeah you honestly feel kind of overwhelmed by just the clear disrespect for life here like it's just curiosity is at play there's no there's no ethics or some sort of like care for the actual subject at hand it's about what can i get out of this what can happen um you also see he now he runs back he takes a few notes then runs to another side of the room and grabs a similar looking vial um adds a few chemicals in it puts it back into that kind of shaking machine it shakes it and then he runs over and you see he pulls out a tray that's just got like a dead rat on it he takes the potion, again, one of like several in this kind of uh, cabinet, um, and he pours it out over the rat. And you see moments later it goes and like wakes up and begins to skitter. 
He grabs it, shoves it in a cage. Excellent, excellent. Um, then he finally, after all of this, scampers back to his desk. Yeah, we were just standing here You've watching him for so long. literally all just watching him for the <laughs> full silence. time of me describing this. He has just been Absolutely zipping around horrifying. doing shit. Um, and as you uh, enter in, he sits down back at his seat. <sighs> so worried, huh? God, you are so obsessed with me, Barella. I thought you had a thing with Andwar. He looks to you, Zola, as you are disguised as Barella. Am I able to Loki cast a spell right now? If you want to give me a sleight of hand check, um, you are welcome to. I could blow it, so maybe. Okay. Maybe. Well, why don't we also quickly do those perception checks while you're in here? Gorgonzola is probably, um, if, if Brigitte is looking for clues, Gorgonzola is looking at, like, um, combat logistics, like, does that glass seem breakable? How far from the ground are we? Like, does he have, like, a knife sitting on the desk? Like, she's, like, keeping an eye on exits and stuff. Got yeah, it. Cool. Okay. First, you, Brigid, tell me what you get. Not a good roll. But you add a lot to perception, at least. It's going to be a 15. I rolled a 6. That's All right. wild. Um, with a 15, you see, as I described before, there's lots of, like, ticking little clockwork machines there's vials little bubbling potions um you see that there are maps on the desk like as you approach you kind of just do a little peer over you see that there are maps of the ouroboros mountains and then the land north of it chartering out various elven cities supposed locations of you see like first might question mark um like circling a certain area so they're looking for the first might um and then you also see that the jungles of the veridontis there is another map like directly below it and with a 15 i'll say that i'll let you you count that as kind of like an insight check like as you're scanning it you realize that there are like some markings on it do you want me to do an insight check i can i can, I, I can roll my dice again you know honestly um, I'm fine with it. It's cool. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Sure. Roll an inside check. Okay. Okay. Well, that's only one more than I rolled before. Oh, but it's still a plus nine, bitch. Yeah, you really 16. Good. Okay. With well, a 16, which is basically just 15. Um, <laughs> but um, better by one. But better by one. Um, so, yeah. You basically take a look at this and you realize that these are kind of a fusion of just general maps to understand the political situation as well as military maps as in charting courses for forces to be sent uh, and to you notice jungle? to both the jungle and the north and based on what you know you gather and based on the fact that this man is responsible for creating these soldiers you imagine that he has plotted out routes for them to take things that he is like this would be possible for these machines. Like, they're not going to... Taking him on a boat may be a bad idea. So here's the route through the Maramite Mountains south to the jungles. Essentially, yeah, plotting the demise of both of your peoples. Um, what did you get on your perception check, Zola? Let's see. Six. A six. Just a general scan. Is Smite maybe doing the same thing? Yeah, you Just know what? Saying? Smite will give you the help action. I he, feel like we're like the two bodyguards in back of Brigid. Yeah. Well, I know I'm, I'm leading you're the in way. You're front, but, but still, you're, the, you're definitely the muscle. We got yeah. the energy. You got the muscle energy. <laughs> definitely <Go ahead>. do. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten. Um, again, you do see lots of, you know, the same kind of stuff that um, Brigid saw. Mm -hmm. um, you do see that there are like a lot of little interesting trinkets here. You see like a really nice um, set of glasses. You see, you know, there's um, a strange thick book 
on Suladud's desk that's kind of covered in a few parchments. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you feel like you might have to do a more intense search if you were like going to find anything of interest. Weird. Um, and as you guys are kind of like you're looking around, he goes, <clears throat> Barella, so you're worried about me? No, uh, Suladud, I'm worried about the, uh, the plan. Also, uh, Antoine and I are just co-workers. Ah, very good to know. Give me an insight check. <laughs> disgusting. 16. You realize that the office romance within this building goes even deeper than you first realized. Oh, <laughs> there is indeed some feelings felt by Suleiman. I'm getting triangle. a vibe. You're getting a vibe okay. from him. Okay, all right. Um, so he, he like... <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a bit you thought of or like our perfect plan. Gorgonzola um, tucks a little. I know it's under my hood, but I just <laughs> pretend to tuck a little hair behind my ear. Uh, uh, well, I'm a very busy, no, no, my, uh, Oh, I, I know. I, well, I don't have time. And he looks to, like, Brigid and Smite for this, kind of clearly turning his attention away from you. I don't have time for drooling dolts with a cumulative IQ less than how many times I piss each day. If you're, if you guys are worried about me, Siblia, activate lab ward protocol, vault, Sibylia, the Durgar woman, um, nods dutifully from behind you, turns back to the desk, reaching underneath, and you watch her press a stone button. Immediately, you hear a harsh buzzing and then see blue runes line the window outside, spreading across the entire building. Suladed turns back to you all. Perfect. No one in or out without my permission. Paragon's forces will take care of whatever that is. And you see he like gestures over his soldier probably to the pyramid and giant tree that have grown. <laughs> um, and I what can get this? back what to my this? work. What is this blue light? Suladed, what have you done? Oh uh, yeah, what the f- what the fuck, dude? Uh <laughs> Um, I put a ward around the building so we're safe. What kind of ward is this? The magic outside seems like it could get through anything. Well, I doubt it. This is some of the best magical technology that I, and therefore the world, have to offer. Suladad, you fool, you've trapped us inside the building. They're going to destroy the building. We have to get out. Okay, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. I have to finish my work, Barella. You know how important my work is. Back it up! If you die, your brain is gone from the project, and then who will fill your shoes? One of your brothers? Impossible. No one's as smart as me. No one, certainly not like Plebo or whoever. Certainly not like Plebo or whoever. Yes, Plebo or whoever. They, yeah. I hate Plebo. So much less worthy than you, sir. Uh. He wouldn't know what these runes are and how they are put up. He could have never cast a ward. I'm Italian now. I don't know. <laughs> he could have never cast a ward like these. <laughs> um, yes, well, he is an idiot, unlike me. Well, tell us, how? How did you do it? I feel so safe inside now. Well, um, and you see he goes on for a full minute just talking about the intricacies of this kind of abjuration. Basically, what he tells you is that he and anyone he permits can now leave the building. So, in theory, you could still leave the building. Gorgonzola, while he is talking, is once again staring at the glass and wondering if it seems like I could (laughs) break the glass and push him out of the window. Give me a... Insight check. Okay, like maybe with magic. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean? you know, insight 
perception or I'll even say investigation. If that's better for you. It is. (laughs) (laughs) A four. Uh. A four. Zola is pretty headstrong. I think that she would think it would break even if you're not sure Lisa. I could definitely drop kick that. You think about dropping kicking the door? I think we could drop the the window. window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just push him out. And then it's like the whole thing is... We can't push out the window. <laughs> um, you see, Suladad looks up from his work. All right, let me just uh, check on uh, Ray's dead potion. Check. Uh, all I gotta finish is that. Can proposal. we help you pack, sir? Um, please. I'm trying to take notes. Thank you. I will get the potions, and I try and just nonchalantly walk over and grab one of those liquid, clear liquid vials. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. So nervous. I just literally have minus one. Wait, 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 wait. Can I do? Can I do? Uh, can I guess a spell real quick? Uh, no, I'm gonna say that this roll is coming first Fine. for sure. Not that bad. Fourteen. Um. You will have to take it with you. Yes, I, I, I You I, can't do everything, sir. Oh, Let us help. Okay, okay. You are all you're very, burning the you're candle at Enthusiastic. <laughs> I really appreciate the help and your concern for my mental health and well-being, Siblia. Send out a call to the other employees. Wake them up. I don't give a shit where they are. Bring them in now. We need people assessing the damage. We need people getting ready to stabilize whatever may happen. Wait, Sibley, I will give you the lowdown. And I, I exit. You're going to have to. Okay. Um, uh, you watch Zola turn and head back out the door. Are you closing the door behind you or something? Or are you just going to yeah. go out there? Okay. Um, Zola closes the door behind you. Oh, come here, Sibylia. One second. <laughs> what? What did you want? Um, while you're doing that, um, you see that Suladed finishes writing down something. He goes, I just got to finish up this proposal. Um, and then I've got my meeting in five minutes. Uh, this guy is not understanding the urgency. Is- listen, listen. If you guys are so worried about me, then why don't you guys be my escorts? It's just in the pupil. You could bring me in. Absolutely, sir. I would be honored. Give me, I'm going to say, a deception check with advantage. Because after everything you guys have done, you definitely have, have some good grace here. It's an 18. Okay. He goes, perfect. I'm just going to finish up this proposal for uh, Lady Chantress, and everything shall go to plan. Um, you see he begins to finish writing. Zola, you head out the door. Uh, Siblia goes... Well, I don't, you know, I don't really need your help. I can just give them a call here. And she picks up a speaking stone from behind How it. How close am I to the desk? The desk is literally probably 10 feet before the doors. Um, she was by the desk to press that button to right. activate the ward. So I'm gonna, assuming that you went straight up to her, yeah. you are as close as you would like to be. And the desk is like probably three or so feet before the edge where you see the water is. And that... Yeah. That path is still up, for the record. I would like to... Uh... <laughs> Do you want to say This is insanity. I would like to um, uh, slap my hand on the button and try and push her into the water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, which button is Zola looking to hit? The ward button or the button for the to bridge? The path. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. Um, it's not too high of a DC, but you I were trying know to... I kind of where her hand was, at exactly. least. If it was close to the edge or tucked in a little. Yeah. As you're kind of looking close, you realize, though, that there are a number <laughs> of buttons and levers. They're just... You know, this is like a fully functioning desk for to activate sure. this for entire For sure, for sure. Maybe you're going to uh, ask her some questions about these buttons before you absolutely <laughs> brain her. I, Lisa, work a desk job. How hard could it be? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How hard could a desk okay, job be? Okay. Investigation check. 
can still help me. Stillen is on you, isn't he? he he's is, in yeah. he's in his um weasel, he's, weasel. he's in weasel form. Can yeah. You guide my hand? Yeah, you see um you reach out and it's going towards one button, you feel his little paws grab it and slowly <laughs> shift it over to a different one. He read it too easy. I, I let you guide me. <laughs> he read it too easy. You. Thirteen. Okay. You, I rolled like a four at oh first. Geez. Thank you, Stillen. He guides your hand. Looks mm-hmm. back towards you through your, like, through your, um, in your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Nods. You press the button and you watch as the stone begins to <laughs> slowly descend as the water and roots creep back over it. Other um, hand, hard in the small of her back. Okay. She's shoving her forward. I'm going to say. What's she wearing? Heels? Uh, yeah, she's wearing heels. She's wearing a pantsuit and heels. Um, we're gonna she do. She put her flats on under. I see her abandoned flats, <laughs> flats. under her desk. She was getting ready to leave. She you put see, flats on. You see flats and sneakers there. Like she was gonna go to the, maybe the gym afterwards or on Whoa, her lunch break. Whoa, a duffel yeah. bag. She, she's got a duffel bag there too. Um, I will cancel your membership for you. <laughs> but um, give me. We're gonna do athletic check. She's gonna roll. I'm a gonna shove say. Attack? Yeah, it's like a shove attack. Okay. So she'll roll. Probably like flat, secretly and you so can strong. Roll with advantage. You can't make her secretly so strong. Okay. Just because I said it. <laughs> if she's strong, she's already strong. Just because my she goes to the gym, she's got amazing <laughs> legs. <laughs> I now, you know what? I didn't. If she is strong, I didn't have a backstory reason. Now I do. She goes to the gym oh pretty God. frequently. You said with advantage. Uh, yes, because she's advantage. wearing heels. Because she's wearing no. Because you're surprising her, not just because you're wearing. Because she's wearing heels. Okay. Whoa. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. No. <laughs> a nineteen though, because I have plus nine to my athletics. So. Okay. Nineteen. Roll a ten. She got a 15. You slack. And she goes, that was very inappropriate. Um, And begins to fall back. She plunges into the water with a splash. Are you okay? Um, You immediately begin to watch as vines. I'm coming. Just begin to latch onto her. (laughs) Um, So basically, we slow down time for a moment in here. Suledad is finishing up his proposal. We'll probably take two more minutes before he needs to leave because he does have to get to that meeting in five minutes. Pop that bridge back up. This is happening in seconds. So what we're going to do is we are going to roll initiative. Um, I'm going to say that though everyone can roll initiative, it's just going to be... Zola and this woman until someone acts. Like you will have you roll perception checks and such like that. Because these doors alive? are closed. Um right now she's she, struggling yeah, she in the water. Yeah. Um so like on her turn things will happen. On oh, that fucking twenty on God damn. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. That's twenty two. She got like a fucking six. Um, and that's a nat one for Smite, because he has no idea what's happening, no as usual. That's uh, good. I want that. <laughs> he goes, do-do-do-do-do. Um, he's going to begin to stop wander singing. around the space. What? Smite, please stop singing. I'm nervous. Oh, my singing makes you more nervous? Uh, as you guys <laughs> begin to have this conversation, uh, Brigid, you are first. Give me a perception check. These doors are thick, but they're not that thick. Oh, that's going to be real good. 27. 27. You, I know exactly what the hell's going on. 100%. You hear a smack and then a huge splash and the sounds of kind of like struggling. <coughs> 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 Sorry. Right. Sorry, sir. I just uh, feel a little itch in my throat. Uh, give me a deception check. That is a 17. <laughs> nice. So 19. Okay. 
he like he's like still taking notes at his desk he's like mm. just like clear just very absorbed in whatever he's writing whatever this proposal kind of thing he's working on for dean chantress okay that is your turn it is now going to be zola's turn zola um give me a first first give me a perception check eight eight um you're not really sure how loud everything is going to be you're not really sure how things are going and you're not really sure how long it will take siblia to drown (laughs) um (laughs) so okay it is your turn what would you like to do i write her uh, little desk fix the pen on the on where it's sitting on the desk I um, sit down in her chair ring of disguise turn into her point my finger at her and uh, cast something that I've only ever seen cast before but I know what it feels like and I know that it would be hard to swim if it were cast on me which is Tasha's hideous laughter okay um, you begin to trace out everything you take. There's, you happen to have like some, some rations, which you crush. You pull a little feather out from your component bag and cast Tasha's. What do you say to Siblia when this happens? You know, I heard a funny joke at the water cooler the other day. <laughs> what, what did you hear? I don't know why I want to hear a joke in a time like this, but... That there are rebels on the way, and they're going to ruin all of your nasty little plans. <laughs> and I just laughed and laughed and laughed. Um, she's going to roll a wisdom saving throw. 14. She passes, Fuck. unfortunately. Just literally rolled a 13 plus 1. Um, so just barely passes. Um, she's like, that wasn't very funny. It's not really a joke. Uh, I mean, maybe like an anti-joke, but it was very sophisticated, if so. I guess it's more like a truth. Uh, Are you (laughs) sure you didn't think it was funny? And Gorgonzola gives her an eight on that roll with my very first portent die. Looking into the future, a vision flashes where she doesn't laugh at the joke. But then, like every good joke... It hits and it slaps, baby. You hear her begin to giggle and you laugh got her at the end. hysterically. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Um, <laughs> um, she is Did she get a cramp? Oh, yeah. Oh, a cramp. Um, I also want you to roll a stealth check just for this moment. This is a general stealth check um, for <laughs> if he's going to notice this. For sure. Okay. I'll also say this. We'll say that as kind of your... F- in going into this combat is when you change because technically the Ring of Disguise is an action. Oh, you're so, so right. So you can say you cast it as like you were essentially pushing her in kind of okay, situation. Because cool. that was like a free round right okay. there. Um, so Thank yes, you. Very generous. Hey, it's hilarious and it definitely makes sense that the moment, like if this was Zola's plan, she would know how things time out. It is now going to be Suladad's turn. Suladad is pretty engrossed in what he's doing, mm-hmm. but his passive perception was 11. So with the 10 that you rolled on the stealth check, um, he stops writing and he looks up, cocks his head, um, and they hop out of their chair and begin to like walk around the desk like they're going to go check out what the hell's going on. Sir, your presentation, it's starting so soon. Don't you need to finish? Yes, yes, but what's going on at that? Let me go check. Let yes, me go check. The, the two of you, go check that out. What the hell is this? Yeah, sure. Siblia! Siblia! Oh, one moment. 
Um, it is uh, his turn. So much paperwork. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, friggin' give me a deception <laughs> check or, or persuasion, whatever works best for you. I don't even know if that was a real roll. I mean, that was the most piercing roll that's really ever. Flat landed. <laughs> Shook no the home. It didn't roll. It just descended on the number. It was a fourteen. Okay. Um, he's gonna roll insight check. Yes, yes. You take care of it. You take care of it. Um, he turns back and he goes to his desk. That Smite. seems like he is placated for just the moment, but we will see how that continues. Um, it is now going to be Siblia's turn. Um. <laughs> You see, he's struggling, climbing, cackling, laughing, just like, <laughs> um, trying to like climb out. She has an ability that allows her to double her size and therefore get advantage on strength checks. Oh, um, but she will have to crazy. use like her Choji. Yeah, like Cho, <laughs> like Choji. Um, but she's literally going to have to use her whole action to do it. You see, she is going to willingly fail that first strength check against these vines that are slowly pulling her as she's laughing. Um, and she so that is, she could grow in size. So that she can grow in size. Can, um, she can do that while. Um, I Tasha's th- hideous laughter. You know what? Let's actually check. Hold on let's, one second. Incapacitated and can't take actions or reactions. So she actually can't do this. Um, she continues to laugh miserably. Um, she is going to... Just pushing out her tummy a little bit. <laughs> um, does she get... Uh, I forget. Is it a wisdom save at the end of her turn or only if she takes damage? At the end of each of its turns and each time it takes damage... As we know from experience, <laughs> the target can make another wisdom saving throw. The target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. Okay. Not damaged by these vines. So she does not get any sort of advantage. She's just going to roll flat. The save, your 14. save is 14. She rolled a 13 plus one. Fuck. So she saves this right. round. Understandable. Um, Soledad! Uh, she calls out. Um, Soledad! <laughs> she looks at you. <laughs> there what? is an echo in here. <laughs> um, uh, um, it is now um, going to be Smite's turn. Smite's going to roll, a, I guess, a perception check to see if he understands what's going the fuck on. Um, okay, he does roll a... Yes, so he got a 12. He looks back, um, looks to Brigid. Um... And then looks to Sula dead. <laughs> it's like a sitcom. Everyone just like, looking at each what other. What the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> just, um, um, uh, <laughs> you see, he goes, uh, um, sir, it's, it's the, it's the rebels. Um, and he casts Thaumaturgy to make the ground shake to try and confuse Suladed further to think that whatever may be going on is because of some sort of invaders. <laughs> Which you guys had already plugged to yeah. him, so that is the best Smite could think yeah, of at the time. Smite is like, I don't know, either I try and kill this fucking gnome, or um, shoot from the hip. <laughs> shoot from the hip. Oh um, that is top of the order. We're going back to Brigid. Brigid, you are heading towards the door. You said you would check on the situation for Suladed. Um, essentially, your, mo- your movement brought you to the door. I'm to say your next will bring you into the room which will 100% make whatever's happening louder briefly oh can like while the thaumaturgy is happening I like 
use that as a, my like cover to get out the door. Yeah, that totally makes sense. You like look around, you look at Smite, you're like, oh, what's going on? And then you uh, go through the door, close it behind you. Cool. You are now on the other side. You have your action. You got your bonus action. Wow, I'm glad we thought of that. Mm-hmm. Does she have disadvantage? No, she's currently saved from whatever she was. So she's just by. normal, so but sinking. Normal, but sinking. She still has to like... She'll still be making saves to I mean, get out of yeah, it. Yeah, we're both going to go before our next turn, so. Yeah. <laughs> Evil laugh? Yeah. I see her, and I'm just like, you enabled this fucking asshole to do all this fucking horrid shit. You're such an you're such a shitty person. I hate you. <laughs> oh, hey, Brigid. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying all this hostility. I'm through my credit teeth and I'm like, you stupid bitch. I hate you. You're such an asshole. I can't believe Plot you going on. enabled this This is my man. friend, Brigid. <laughs> and I'm going to... Um, I'm just going to... She's an elf. Is she, <laughs> is she 10 on? feet from me? Yeah, 100%. I'm going to poison spray her. <laughs> just... It's a cantrip. Okay. Um, does she roll save? It's a con save. 17. Okay. Good fucking luck, you stupid bitch. That's 20. Jesus Christ! You shouldn't. You shouldn't have wished your luck. Why did you do that? Oh God! What? What is that? A perfume? What? Why did you spray perfume in my fuck face? Fuck you! Fuck you! Um, poison spray kind of smells like love spell. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, it is. Uh, that is your action. Shut up! Shut up! Uh, shut do up, you have sh- anything you want to do as a bonus action? Um, poison spray her again? No, you can't unfortunately because uh, it's only, it's a cantrip. Weird. Weird. Um, <laughs> weird how I can't do that. Weird rules. Oh, weird rules. Uh, as a bonus action. Uh, no, I can't do anything. Never mind. Okay. So um, that's okay, though. You know, you did. You came in and you you, you helped a little bit. That's okay. I didn't do anything. Um, so you close the door, and that was important. <laughs> um, okay, so that is going to be your turn. It is now going to be Zola's turn. Zola, you are there. You are disguised. You are sitting in the seat. Um, uh, <laughs> throw a knife at her. Throw a knife at her. Gorgon's all looks at Brigid. Goes, okay. First of all, I don't have a great track record for throwing knives. So if throw anything, I'm gonna swing my sword at her. <laughs> um, I do a light jog over from the desk, glancing Stand behind at up. the door. Like, okay, hold on, one sec. Um, and I'm just gonna try and hit her with my sword in the water. Corkinsola's okay. looking at Brigid like, oh, this is getting rough. But I think if we can just like escort Sula dead kind of out of here and then we just, you know, just ice him downstairs. Give me your Get him out of his safe space. You have advantage. Okay. She's prone and restrained. That's okay. Um, First one's a 15. Okay. That is not going to hit. I understand. (laughs) Just into the water. I'm mad, but... (laughs) Okay, and that is a 27. That is going to hit. Figured. (laughs) (laughs) You hear those? I hear them. Here they come. Here they come. I'm just getting two, to be fair. Yeah, you hear them, though? Here comes the dice. Uh, It's going to be 12 damage on her. And then I'll go um, sit back down at the desk. (laughs) (laughs) And go. And pretend like nothing's wrong. (laughs) And go, oh, such a big lunch. What is the lie that is happening here? He has heard her cackling laughter. He has just like confusing enough that like he would maybe like not want to come out. Like you hear a big splash and then then he yells Sula dead. Big lunch. (laughs) Like maybe shit in the pond. Did you shit in the pond? What in the fuck? Did you shit out there? I would not come out here for a few minutes. What? 
What? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, sir, you don't want to come out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a deception check. And I'm and no no no. This is gonna be this is Zola rolling. Zola give me a deception check. Come on. You're gonna roll it flat. Uh, no worries. Yeah, minus one. <laughs> I got it. I love to do these. It's like a treat for me. Not twenty. <laughs> Suck my whole fucking dick. Oh, no. oh my god. Ooh, I had a burrito <laughs> from Zikaf. We are gonna have a discussion about this. There is a private bathroom for you just a little bit away. You it's look okay. and you see I that there just... is a door nearby that's clearly for a private bathroom. You can just magic it away. <laughs> that's not one of my skills. It's good fertilizer <laughs> for the plants. I cannot even that. Um, that is your turn, Zola. Um, it is now going turn. to be her <laughs> turn. <laughs> she Keegan, is... thanks so much. Okay, okay, I'll say this right now. The mechanic for these vines is that if you fail three strength saving throws, you are pulled under mm -hmm. um, and essentially like incapacitated unless someone comes to help you. Right. Um, she is currently failed one. If she does the enlarge ability, she will fail her second. Right. Um, and she will have one last chance with, with advantage, advantage to do it. Or Didn't she could just try flat and see if she can get it once and not have to use her enlarge ability yet. Um, regardless, it's going to take her entire turn. Um, so she's recovering from the laughter. She's like, So dead. I did not shit out here. Do not listen to her. Um, and is going to, do you see like her muscles begin to swell as she grows larger? The vines like grip tighter and there's now like a little tug of war happening between Shit. the two of them. She goes to the gym. I will show you my gains. Um, she does. Her delts are insane. <laughs> uh, Zola, you can't help but be amazed. She is <laughs> I am uh, the peak standing of physical. up and hearing over the desk, <laughs> eyes wide. Oh. There are dumbbells in my eyes. <laughs> Huge dumbbells in I your eyes. I gotta learn that. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Um, she is still getting be dragged. Be honest, what do you take? <laughs> It's a, it's an innate ability of my people, but I also work out every day, and I am keto. Um, she uh, could never could give up never. bacon, egg, and cheese dumplings. <laughs> okay, she that is her turn. She auto fails that second strike, so she has one last chance with advantage to get up. That is now going to be Suladed's turn. With the nat 20 deception check that has been tossed out, I will respect that and say. Good fucking lord! I think the poison spray probably smells a little bit because it smells like perfume. It smells like I like, like covered it, it up. Yeah, like you sprayed <laughs> I did a little. A little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my god! god. Uh, gee, um, thank you for spraying, but uh, honestly, this might be the last straw, Siblia. Like when. It you know, I thought your behavior at the last office party was bad, but this is outrageous. You know what? I've been looking for another job anyway. Oh. I'm going to say that he is fully distracted for this term. Um, that is another round where he does not act. Um, next up in the initiative is Smite. Smite goes, oh, yeah, fuck, it smells so bad in here. Jeez, it's coming under the door. Um... <laughs> I hope our viewers, our listeners, love this. <laughs> they do. I can um, I can see into the future with my important roles, <laughs> and they love this episode. Uh, it goes viral. Yeah, um, exactly. you. He is going to use thaumaturgy once again to make a fart um, to make a bunch of fart noises coming wow. from the other side of the door. Just absolute chaos. Um. 
Oh my god, that's fucking nasty. Oh, and that is what he's gonna do. I will have him roll a deception check. <laughs> Saving Get the in the empire. chat if you want this to be the rest of the episode. Oh god, he rolled a 13 <laughs> plus his deception, which is plus nine. So that is a 26 deception. Surprisingly deceptive. He is a very charismatic young man. Um, that is his turn. Um, and that is the end of the order. We're back to Brigid. Brigid, you see that this woman is struggling. She looks massive now, but she is still struggling to get out. This deception is definitely reaching a breaking point, I would say. I would say that you probably have... If you do not get her to get dragged under in this moment, things are going to be bad real fast. That's, that's all I'm gonna that's say. How all my lives go. Just every line this game is truly like, either it didn't work in the first place, it's or gonna it's break. gonna break real soon. <laughs> very, very shaky. That's grounds. any teen's lies. <laughs> I fully can validate that. Not a single lie made as a teen held more than a week. Uh, I honestly was just thinking of casting blight on her. You want to burn a big one and get her? It's only. It's not that big. It's, it's a fourth level. It's a fourth. Yeah, which is I have three. I'll tell you this: you will severely damage her, um, but I won't give her. Disadvantage. But it's not—you're not, not going to give her disadvantage. She'll just I don't severely. Think I hurt have her. anything that would give her. That's disadvantage. okay. We're, we're just going to have to kill this woman. I'm yeah. afraid. If you want, <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm you afraid we're just going to have to kill this, have to kill this woman. woman. Anyway, if she doesn't drown, it's okay. It bought us like four rounds. I'll, I'll is even she say, wearing anything metal? Yes, she for sure is. I'll also say she just made that up. She's no, got like that. a Pandora sure. cuff on. <laughs> She's wearing a Pandora cuff. Yeah, you know what? Okay, so mechanically, she has a high armor class because she's wearing plate, but her plate is this is this pantsuit. Oh my god, it's totally it. heat metal. It does give disadvantage. If the creature is holding or wearing the object, it takes damage from it. The creature must succeed on the Constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. That'll fucking do it. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I'm she'll gonna... have to stop swimming to like take off a necklace or something. You is know she what I mean? wearing her Pandora cuff? Yeah, you look. Oh, and... She can't get that clasp open. Yeah, she's struggling. She, you see that she's huge right now, but the water and the and the vines are like crawling up her chest. Oh, at she's this point. huge. That she... means the Pandora thing is even tighter on her. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and she raises her arm up. She goes, oh, so Soledad, please. I'm nice not shooting charms. in here. <laughs> no, my, these charms, oh, thank you so much. I just got one. Oh, help me. When did you get those? Christmas 2016. Oh. Frost Joy 2016. Okay, so I see her get larger, and I, I as she's flailing in the air, I see a flash of silver on her wrist because she has like 16 Pandora bracelets on. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, you're so chuji. I hate it. A lot of nieces and nephews. A lot of Christmas gifts. Um, and I cast heat metal. The uh, the All of the Pandora bracelets glow red hot. And she uh, starts to be burnt by this. And she takes 16 damage. Okay, she's going to take a damage. Should wear swimmies instead. And then she needs to succeed on a constitution saving throw. It's literally, she's wearing it, she can't drop it. So on mm. her turn, she's going to have disadvantage on her attacks. So it, literally, you begin oh, to... Oh, okay, so the con save throw is moot because she's she's wearing it. She's wearing it. She's not holding it, exactly. So Sorry, you, we're learning about the game as we're playing. Exactly. Um, so you raise your hand and focus on the natural like heat in the air and focusing in on the metal as it glows red, sizzling against her skin. She... Ah! screams as one of the vines clamps over her throat and begins to pull her. Doggy um, paddle! That, that is her turn. Zola, it is your turn. Um, she is next. She is going to 
be rolling her check flat right now. Um, you're sitting at her desk. What would you like to do? Please, please help me. <laughs> I'll give you anything, please. Brig is just coughing loudly to try and drown the sound. <laughs> Smite focusing on the fart noises. Oh God, it smells so bad. Oh, these farts. This is a whole chaotic scenario. You guys pulled this off. Also, it's just so funny. My reflavoring of her to have a pantsuit and insistence that she keeps her 20 AC by putting metal on her <laughs> fully backfired. She could have just been not wearing metal at all. Because her it. She's got 20. a cool chainmail pantsuit. <laughs> uh, I uh, lean back on the back two legs of the chair and go knock a little bit on the door and go, Broila. Uh, could you come out here and um, help me real quick with something? I need a man to help me lift this desk. Um, Smite is going to roll an insight check to see if he understands that you're calling oh, um, him. <laughs> I need Roella. a strong eagle to help me with this desk. <laughs> His code name. <laughs> okay, that is a natural 17 on an insight check. Broella uh, yeah, a strong man. I believe in gender roles. Ew. Um, I'll be right there. It's <laughs> all like gagging. <laughs> yeah, both of you. <laughs> Me and Brigid. Yeah, you and Brigid just like. He <laughs> <laughs> walks out of the door, I slap him across the face. <laughs> Beth full back in. I can't believe you said that. Um, okay. You said it even things out. <laughs> that, um, you still have. Um, yeah. say you have your action. That's yeah. just free action of you leaning back. For sure. I will begin looking under the desk with Stilton's help, I guess, and see if I can make heads or tails of the buttons that are under here. Like, see if I can maybe see which one is the um, aura, if they're like, color-coded, or maybe she has like a cheat sheet on her desk. Okay. Give me an arcana or a... Can I do an investigation? Investigation check. Okay. What is this Smite out there now? No, Smite is still in the... It hasn't been his turn yet, even though this is all happening in seconds. 18. You begin to, like, look through all the buttons. You see that there's, like, a few, like, levers and stuff like that. Um, you, of course, clock the button you press to bring up the bridge. Mm -hmm. You clock the button that you saw uh, Siblia press to put up the ward. Mm -hmm. um, you do see there is one with, like, a lock print on it. And you, that is clearly a button that, like, activates the alarm spell, essentially. And that one looks pretty worn. You imagine that's, like... Um, something that Sibley oppresses to lock the doors pretty frequently. And then you see a kind of a button that doesn't have any sort of markings on it. It is just a red button. <laughs> cool button. All right. <laughs> Sula dead walks out. Gorgonzola's going to press that one. <laughs> okay. I think Gorgonzola looks at the lock and is like, oh, amazing. If Sula dead comes out here, I will lock him out of his office so that he has to battle us in here and can't get to his phone. What's this red one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're ready in action to press whatever uh, that button if he happens to leave. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is... I think that's what Zola would Bring do. Bring narrows her eyes. Like, that probably like self-destructs the office or something. This Durgard struggling to climb out of the water. Bring it looking Don't down. Don't worry, Bring I got back. the buttons. Um, okay, it is now going Quick, to you be... crazy bitch. Tell me what the red card does. <laughs> Never. Um, it is now going to <laughs> Tell me be... or I'll poison spray right in your face. Yeah, I did that and it smelled fine. It's kind of like farts. But... Well, I'll fart in your face then. <laughs> God, this is out of hand. This is out of hand. Um, okay, um, that is going to be Suladed's turn. He is 
going to roll. <laughs> Alone in his office. No, he just goes, Smite's still Smite there. is still there, oh, but yeah, leaving yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, so he's going to roll an insight check. I'm going to set the DC for 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't add anything to wisdom. He is just smart. So mm-hmm. I'm going to roll. If he gets 15 or higher, he has fully realized that the jig is the up. The jig is Three up. Three people have just walked out of his office being like, uh, one second, I will go check on this. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a, like farts happening. There's the vibrations <laughs> oh in the building. He's so like, ridiculous. is there some sort of like, co- like, are these people here for me? It's a very serious game, D&D. He looks up briefly towards Smite. Well, are you gonna go help her? Clearly she's fucking shitting herself out there. Smite's like, uh, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, we'll, I'll go handle that, and then we'll escort you out of the building. <laughs> yes, uh, we'll take the back entrance. I can't, Jesus, Sibley's a fucking mess. I can't wait to fire I her. I just forgot, at the beginning of this conversation, he had a crush on me, and I burned that so hard. Remember, he was, oh, wait, no, he was into... <laughs> The he's, into no, right, he's, right, right. he's into Barilla. No, he's into Barilla. Yeah, he's yeah, so not, not Sibley. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> that is his turn. He failed his insight check. It is now going to be Sibley's turn. She has to roll a 15 or higher to get out of here. She has a plus four, which means she has to roll an 11. She... <laughs> Tears from the vines, clamping a hand down onto the stone. Soledad, they are liars! That is her whole turn, though. Um, she, she had to use her liars. whole... I'm not done. <laughs> I'm still shitting. I'm, wait, I'm not shitting. I'm shitting. What is going on? Yeah, you're right. I'm pissing out my ass. What the fuck? <laughs> How can I get... Soledad, please! Do not fire me! They are lying to you! This is not my fault! I am not cheating! This is not like the holiday party! It I swear! just a bad day for my stomach, Suladen. <laughs> Suladen will be rolling with advantage on the next insight. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay, so um, that is her turn. She Send is no longer... Send me home for the day. <laughs> She is no longer having to roll those saves. Um, Wait a second. Entangle. Entangle. It's still on her. Uh, you didn't, you didn't cast the tangle, You cast right? Heat Metal, so it's just on her. So was that still on her then? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so it is now going to be, because um, that was her turn, it is now Smite's turn. Smite just hears the arguing growing louder, just like she is talking constantly back and forth with each other, with herself. Uh, uh, s- uh, Sir Suladet, how about um, a quick, before we leave, um, a game of arm wrestling? Uh, he's going to cast Jesus Compel Christ. Duel on him and is going to try and convince him to stay um, in the room with him. Insane move. I love it. With Compelling someone to arm wrestling or like thumb war, you was so funny. Oh my god, hold on one second because it did not go well. Oh god. <laughs> His spell save is 17. He rolled a natural 18. He adds nothing to his wisdom, so he does save. Um, just looking to see if there's anything that Smite can do to keep this from happening. Um, because him casting will for sure do something. There is nothing he can do. The spell fails. Suladet looks at him and goes, Oh, you're not who you seem to be, are you? Bro, Ella. 
Oh my Christ. Well, fuck it. Um, and he is going to um, quicken spell that. Nice. To then just go in and take a swing on him. Fuck yeah. Um, because he is not going to just waste his turn like mm-hmm. that. Um, so Barley, Barley didn't, didn't, Barley didn't wait. <laughs> raise no turn waster. <laughs> Um, he runs in. That is a natural 15 that plus his bonus that is going to hit. Um, and he is going to dump a divine smite in it. Yes. Um, and he is going to use another third level to divine smite. Um, he has one third level spell left after this. 5d8. Oh boy. Oh boy, gang. We got some good ones in here. Oh boy. Sheesh. Okay. Thirty damage. I mean, how many hit points can this little man have? You, you don't see this, but for our for the fans at home, um, you guys the watch smite <laughs> the smite fans the at smite home. Heads. Um, <laughs> the smite heads. I don't know. Give me longer. Uh, Give me until we'll, the afterlife. We'll workshop it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he rushes forward. This was never gonna work, anyways. Um, and he, he takes a swing, and there's a. <laughs> One of the loudest smites you've ever heard come out. Crack spider through the windows surrounding. Um, and you, Sula Dead, is sent flying backwards, scattering into ash up against the windows. What? what? Um, completely disintegrated. He had exactly 30 hit points. What the fuck? He, he is based <laughs> off of essentially a tinkerer. If he had been alerted much earlier, he would have gotten access to a bunch of things that would have changed his AC <laughs> and health. But unfortunately, he was distracted for long enough. He My fart jokes! <laughs> Scatters in the wind. Destroyed by the fart destroyed joke. by the fart jokes. Dude, are you kidding? I am not kidding. I hold on. I, this I is knock a joke. A, I knock again. This Hel- is- Hello, anyone there? You need help? <laughs> Fully disintegrated. <laughs> Just gonna take a little pinch. Well, Ella, I need help moving this, <laughs> this table. Is, this is me on air, ripping out a step lock. Oh, oh, I'm a lot of information. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Well, that settles um, that. That's Smite's turn. It is Brigitte's turn, top of the order. No more robots. Well, I was going to cast Gaos on him. Um, <laughs> I had a whole fucking thing. You turn back and you just see underneath the door no, I, a, f- a flash of white light. I, like, bust open the door. Like, right after I hear that, I, like, turn around and bust open the door. And I want um, I want Zola and uh, what's-her-face, Siblia, to see him be completely destroyed. You kick open the doors, they swing open, and you see Smite just finishing the blow, his blades still glowing, um, and the ashes <sighs> scattering against the windshield. I'm your boss now, bitch. Fuck yes. <sighs> this can't be happening! Um, <laughs> th- she has never been more fucked in her life. Um, that is, uh, Brigid, you still have an action, if you uh, if there's anything else you want to do. Uh, yeah, I, I like a... <laughs> Turn around and I bonus action heat metal. Okay, another 2d8 damage. Six. Six damage. And then I apply poison spray her again. (laughs) Just insult to injury at this point. I just really want to do it. I'm rooting through her purse looking for love spell. Make a con save. Natural 15 plus three, that's an 18. Fucking hell. It's good. It's... 
What are you doing? You're just putting perfume in my face. Maybe you are a real farter. What? No, that's just an office rumor. I think she's a real farter. No, she's a real true farter. We both look at Smite. Smite's like, uh, I think it was you too, and girl. Um, and it's a free action. He's just gonna do you a little thaumaturgy. You smelt it. But no, but I didn't smell it. That wasn't me. Um, <laughs> Okay, that is your turn, Brigitte. It is now going to be Zola's turn. Zola, she is still struggling to get out, but she is no longer bound. Like, she, her next turn, uh, she will be going next because Suladet is fucking dead. Can't even believe that. I can't even believe it either. I did not expect him to do we that We really did damage. come for the head of Suladet. We truly yeah, did. Yeah, you really did. All right, I am going to stand up from the desk, smack the bridge button, um, run over to her, and attack her. Okay, so the bridge begins to slowly begin to rise back up. Um, you can roll your attacks. 22 for both of them. 22 will hit. Her AC is 20. With it her, will kill. <laughs> it will kill. With her very, very thick black pantsuit. 24 damage. Ooh, she's looking hurt. <laughs> Fuck. And then is the bridge up? Uh, the bridge is indeed up. Okay. I'm going to cast one of my new spells um, because I feel like we have been moving with great haste. Expeditious Retreat. Ooh. Which allows me to move very quickly. I flip my Crocs into sport mode. Um, <laughs> nice. I wave a hand over them, um, really <laughs> warming them up, and the rubber kind of adheres to my feet, and they kind of become like toe Crocs. Oh, and you're no. like this toe socks, but they're toe Crocs. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and so I'll take a bonus action dash and start to head down um, back towards the Elevator. That's exactly what it is called. All right. Yep. Later, bitch. <laughs> you bolt away. Um, um, Smell my toe crop. Jesus. Okay, she's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. Okay. Um, that is a nine plus her attack plus seven. That's going to be a 16 to hit. Yeah, I'll let her hit. Okay. <clears throat> she is enlarged, so she's going to You're not worth my shield. Zola, throw me the bag. <laughs> of holding. Do it. Can I do, can I do that? Because um, it's just an action. Object interaction? Action? Yeah. Um... I'll, okay, I'll let you throw the bag of holding, but I'm going to have... Wait, I have to throw it over a chasm of water, though. Yeah, like, you'll you'll have to do... I'll have you roll a sleight of hand check, bring it to catch it, if that's what you'd like. Wait, just wait till you catch up with me. No, I want it because I'm going to go back to the office and steal mm. shit. You get 13 bludgeoning damage and um, an additional nine psychic damage uh, as she swings out with this... Um, you see, literally, she like pulls her hand underneath her desk and pulls a warhammer out of her gym bag, um, and uh, swings it at you. And you feel a blast of psychic energy. Your mind racks with pain. Oh, big headache! Go long, Brigid. You should have. <laughs> you should have made an appointment. Um, you are gonna throw it, okay, Brigid? I need a sleight of hand check to catch it. Oh, you know, here we'll do it can this I way. Give, you can give like some kind of. Try and give her a good throw. Yes. Or could uh, Stilton give advantage on the toss? I'll say um, Stilton could give advantage to Brigid on catching it. Yeah. Okay. Um, So give me a sleight of hand check to try and catch the bag as you toss it haphazardly. 17. 17. You reach out and manage to snag onto the strap before it falls into the water. The DC was 15. Snaggity snag. Snaggity um, snag. I got the bag. <laughs> you you snaggity snag the bag. Just hold on to that. Don't throw it again. <laughs> um, yeah, please don't throw that. Um, 
that is going to be... My tuition's um, in there. <laughs> yes, it really is. You'd be fucked. <laughs> uh, Zola, that is your turn. It is going to be her turn now. Um, she's going to use half her movement to stand up from prone, crawling out of the water. Um, and then she's going to turn, um, and she's going to make three attacks on Brigid. Um, the fuck you, you are. stupid bitch. Um, all your accent. That is going to be... First one is a 19 to hit. Second one's only a 9. Third one is a 17 plus 7. So that's going to be two hits. Um, you take... 42 damage as she hits you twice as you try and like back up catching the bag of holding. You feel her clip your leg and you stumble back and then she presses forward and uses the hammer to like crush you into the wall a little bit. The stone cracks behind you as this hulking Durgar form towers over you. What kind of like application, like what what were the job responsibilities? Yeah. <laughs> On this indeed posting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those kind Can of little things. Can stand for a full shift. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but that is going to be um, she is going to then she's going to take the rest of her movement to get to her desk and that is all she can do um, Zola you are no longer there to press the red button that is uh, her turn it is now Smite's turn Smite looks back and sees Brigid get pinned up against the wall with the hammer Brigid! he runs forward um, and he is going to take another swing 15 Plus his modifier is going to beat the 20 AC. Nice. Um, he is going to dump another Divine Smite. This one's going to be a second level Divine Smite. Um, so first the Longsword damage. Eight damage on the Longsword. Plus another seven. Fifteen. She looks really, really hurt. As he runs forward and there's another <laughs> flash of blinding light. Um, she stumbles back. Ah! smashing into the desk, um, nearly dropping her hammer. Um, that is his turn. Back to the top is Brigid. Brigid, you, like, the hammer is no longer pinned to your chest. You are, like, gasping for air. So I see her going towards the desk to hit the button? Yes. After she hits you, she looks like she's gonna hit the button. Do I notice that the ward went, goes down after he disintegrates? No. The ward stays up. So he it's didn't, he wasn't casting it. It's a function of the office. It's a function of Who's the closer office. to the desk, me or her? Um, it is technically her, but do you still have heat metal up? If you wanted yeah, you to, have... you can activate heat metal right now. It's a bonus action first. Yeah, yeah you can do your bonus action her. first. See if you can hit it. Kill and then with if that. you don't, let's something do else. it. Roll your 2d8. Amazing. I think I'll roll these ones Hiko. for real now. You focus in die? on her. My Keegan die. Thanks. You focus Thanks, in, Keegan. concentrating on the, the metal that is already still glowing on her arm as she climbs out, reaching for that button. You get away from that, you bitch. Six. She had two hit points left. <gasps> you yeah. couldn't have failed in killing her. There was no way. And oh I just wanted you to roll. Oh my god. Her okay, so just fall off from yeah. her bracelet. Exactly. <laughs> the, the Pandora bracelets uh, up her arm. The 16 million Pandora bracelets up her arm. My Pandora bracelets! All heat up once again. They betrayed me! Burn her so much that her whole arm falls off. She, Turning into the arm, The arm that she reached out for that, that nuke button, she can't hit it because she doesn't have an arm anymore. Lala and then the shock kills her. You watch. Wow, she has a heart attack. She has a full she heart dies attack. I'm nodding. Uh, and dies of a broken heart, yes. Because <laughs> um, her bracelets goes, from her nieces and I, nephews. I love this job and my nieces and nephews. <sighs> and she falls to the ground dead. You guys are out of combat. And in quite a fucking mess. You look around. Um, Zola, come back. Come I'm, back here. I'm waving from by the elevator. 
You guys just go through the office and I'll I'll watch the elevator. Make okay. sure no one else comes up. Yeah. I don't know if he managed to press that button or not. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll take a look. We'll take a look. All right. Um, Brigid, if you want to roll an investigation check with advantage, you can kind of look through. Stilton is with you as um, well. Yeah. I want to, and knows how to hit the, the button that takes the wards, the ruins, the runes off. Yeah, give so me, that people can get out. Got it. Okay, give me um, an intelligence check with advantage because Stilton is there. He knows exactly what button to press. He's the button knower. He grabs your hand and slowly oh, begins to navigate you. It's a low DC because Stilton does actually know the button that was pressed. Perception. It'll be 19. Wow. What was it with, just for uh, sake of investigation, what was it? It was just a 10. A 10 would have barely passed. Um, you nice. do manage to identify the button. Great. Um, you press it and you turn around to see, like all, all of you look back towards the window to see that buzzing ceases and the runes fade. Great. Um, so now I'm going to run back into the office and I want to find, I want to like look for a couple of things. I want like to throw as much evidence in this bag as possible. Okay. And then I also want like personal effects of Sula dead so that Zola can disguise herself as Sula dead and have like proof and like, you know, that people would believe. Also grab some of his ashes just because um, shit's been getting real weird. And oh yeah, with revivifies and like yeah, and I don't know. I've, it might have another... been good. Might have been good to pick this guy's brain. So yeah. who knows? We can you know, I don't know. Yeah, you could who scoop knows? up some ashes. Well, yeah, if they were able to, if they were able to bring other people to life, I'm sure if they found his ashes, they might be able to bring him to life. Yeah, so if anything, it's just like a get a little dustpan. Yeah, yeah. There's for sure a dustpan. A very unused. There's like cobwebs on them. He's clearly never. Okay, dump them in the bag. Mechanically, if I threw a block. Mechanically, if I threw part of his ashes into the water, they really wouldn't be able to get them right. Like, they wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, mechanically, the, if they're like not... Like, you promise they're not going to do some dumb fuck shit? I swear on everything that there's no way in hell, the nine hells, that these people would be looking for ashes. So we put, them, them, put them in the bag. We no, can't trust God. <laughs> no one. <laughs> we can't trust All right. God. All right. You scoop up the ashes <laughs> and you put them in the bag Smite, of holding. you get the ashes. You're used to ashes. Sounds good. I am very used to ashes. Right, um, so he guess. goes to do that. You have advantage on any investigation uh, or perception check you make. Okay, so 15 plus 9. Are you doing investigation or are you just doing that perception check to do a glance? Okay, so if it's investigation, I'll just stick with the 15. What do I get? Okay. Um, with the 15, you scramble over. First thing you do is obviously go look at his desk. That's where he was sitting. You want to see what he was working on. First thing, right in the middle of the table, it says Aurelian Artificer Academy. And it looks to be some sort of proposal to establish an like an artificer school mm. at the university. To make more war weapons. Essentially, yes. To start training people in the mechanical kind of side of the arcane. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like he is essentially just drafting up what that would look like as a program for her. It, it clearly, ha he has gotten approval, is what you gather with that. Um, mm. Take anything that has Dean Chandress's name scent on it yeah you find related to that you find some like you know various kind of correspondences between the people of the school and setting up basically all the information you might need to understand like what he's trying to create and, do i like, see anywhere brie kim and bear's name give me an investigation check mm. smart <clears throat> i hear my name huh <laughs> i get advantage on that right because stilton uh yeah sure stilton's there Yes, a not 20. Yes. 
you are sure that there is no name for Brie here. You look through and it, it doesn't look like there is anything. Um, but, you know, I'll say, I mean, the nat 20 and the 15 collectively as you're looking through, you uh, try the various desk drawers. There's, you see there's there are two drawers on either side and then one of those almost like keyboard desks in the middle. The left top is unlocked. The left bottom is unlocked, but the middle and then right top are both magically locked, it seems. You guys need unlocking stuff? I think we do. All right, I'll dash over. I go super fast. <laughs> you rush Just over. Trying to use my expeditious retreat. <laughs> I well, really I got it. it. I really like the use of that. Um, <laughs> you really did. Back, take out your chimes. Uh, how many do you want to use? Uh, one first and see what's in the desk because if it's like a poison fair or something, I'm not going to open up the other one. All right. Um, just going left to right now because you you know the, the the ones on the left are open. The left one you find a planner that is filled with various like you know, scheduled meetings, various appointments with mostly people within the Arcane Laboratory, just other associates where he's like working, like, you know, micromanaging various projects. But then you also see that there is one meeting essentially right now that is like triple circled, like do not miss. And it is located, it says like the Pupil Council of Lords. You also find what looks to be a, str- a strange device that you've actually never seen before. You take it in your hand, and it it, it doesn't it does fit there. There there seems to be a handle and a kind of um, barrel to the front of it, and oh, no. a trigger on the bottom of it. Um, you've never seen something like this, but we would all know it to be a flintlock pistol. Essentially, would I have seen it? No, you would have. This kind of technology does not yet exist in. Um, the Aurelian Empire or in Emeralia specifically. You don't know if it exists in Fayfall, but certainly has not been introduced to the playing field. So you find a pistol and then you find 20 bullets in a small case nearby. Smite, do you know what this stuff is? Uh, he is going to just make an arcana check, see if he can, you know, incite anything. Natural 17. I've never seen anything like it before in my life, but it for sure is a weapon. Um, it's got a button. Yeah. Should we try it out? No. Okay, we'll wait. All okay. right. You want to hold it? No, I should probably hold it. Uh, I think I should hold it. Put it in the bag. Yeah, we'll put it in the bag. I'm scared it's going to go off. <laughs> uh, let's we'll make, put the, we'll safety, put the safety, on. safety on, and then we'll make sure. <laughs> you we guys all are know so what smart. a safety is, despite the fact that we've never heard of guns. All right, I'll, um, I'll open up the other drawer, too. Um, yes, and you find in the left bottom drawer, you see that there is this strange horn-like device. You can give me an arcana check if you would like to find out what that is. Can I do it, too? Um, yes, you both can. And which, um, in terms of drawers, did you want to unlock the middle one or the right top one with the chime? Which one's the first one you wanted to do? <clears throat> middle. Okay. So first we'll do these checks. Two. Two. Four, uh, actually. You love, you play the horns, Ola. This could be a nice horn for you. I, I play the horn? I don't know if Gorgonzola would think to play the horn. No, no, no. Not sorry. Not you play the horn as in I'm telling you that's what you've oh, done. Oh, I'm, I'm a saying horn player. Zola is a horn player. Oh, yes, absolutely. I yes. have a brass uh, musician. <laughs> for for sure. brass musician. So um, Zola would be like, oh, cool, an instrument. This um, looks nice. Uh, yeah, so you, you got know, a seven. You also were like, oh, nice horn. Um, Smite will roll. He must. That's do a natural music seven. On the side. Oh, well, he. I mean, I guess even evil people have hobbies. Smite doesn't have anything to Arcana? He rolled a natural seven. This is much higher Arcana that would require to identify this object. Um, Okay, so that is what you find in those left drawers. Okay. Um, You find in the middle drawer, as the ding chime goes off, you find a lot of stuff that is just basic supplies. You know, some chalk, extra quills, extra ink. It was locked. 
Um, it was locked. Okay. Um, you find some snacks and stuff that's fallen through. But then you oh, find... snacks is office snacks. He doesn't want anyone else to eat. <laughs> what a greedy looting. little bitch. Yeah, yeah you loot those snacks. snacks. Uh, you find the really, really good stuff. The kind of Granola snacks... Granola bars? That, yeah. Mm. But like high quality... Not like a Nature Fritos? Valley. Like, oh, there's Fritos in there. Got Cliff Bar? Cliff Fritos. Bar. Fritos. Got Lemon Cliff Bar? Lemon Cliff Bar. My favorite flavor of Cliff Bar. <laughs> um, Smite goes, me too. It's so weird. It's citrus. It's so good. It tastes like a, like a blondie with yeah. like a lemon curd. Like it's, it, I can't believe this thing has protein. Yeah, it really surprises. It's a dessert. It's a dessert. What does 80 grams of sugar mean? <laughs> uh, as, you're, as you're looking over that, um, you also see that there are three golden balls in there. You're not really sure what they do, but you do see that there seems they have like lo- um, ridges running through them as if they're like kind of made of several parts. Mm-hmm. And you see that there is a little button to press into to like activate them, you would assume. That's what you find in the middle drawer. I take and, the balls. Okay. You can want to toss them in the bag of holding? Um, I p- keep them on my person. Okay. You take put them balls. in your pocket. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you mind holding these balls, Brigid? Smite, let me talk to you for a second. Yeah, sure. What's up? Uh, did I say something weird? <laughs> I, I, really I turned away look. and I looked concerned. I just opened the last drawer at, while looking at Brigid, <laughs> but making eye contact and pulling him away, murmuring very softly to him, rubbing his back. <laughs> He's like, what? Well, I don't Oh. Oh my god. Whoa. It's just play cool. It really just went over my head. I think it's just weirder if you acknowledge it now. Like we all just gotta move past. I gotta go check out that bookshelf. Some suspicious stuff. Still didn't help him. Fuck. (laughs) Still in scrambles down, (laughs) just just like dabbing sweat off his forehead. So it comes back over to Brigitte and Brigitte's like, do you think that he really meant that? That's kind of gross. Oh no. He's not that kind of guy. You sure? Yeah. I mean, <gasps> interesting the, books over here. The Doritos under his fingernails, like, and now the stupid balls joke. It's like give arrested me, development. Give me both of you. Give me perception checks, actually, and then I'll tell you what's in this right drawer that you ding, unlock with your child. Five. Oh wait, was I allowed to do that with advantage or no? No. Okay. So the first one was, was your, a natural one. I'm very distracted and distraught. Plus your natural nine, which brings it to a ten. I'm kind of laughing about the ball joke, so not really. <laughs> You're not really focused. <laughs> You're like trying no, to. No, he didn't mean it. it. He didn't mean it. <laughs> but balls. <laughs> so you didn't even realize it. Um, with a natural ten, what's your passive perception? It's nineteen. Yeah, why did I even make you roll a perception check? Because you're um, a dick. You look at Smite, and you see that his fingernails have been cleaned. Huh? He looks like he's like... Hey, you like look at, you look a little closer, and you realize that he's clearly like when you guys maybe went to look at the records room downstairs. He like ran into he, the bathroom. He and, did go to the bathroom downstairs. And tried to like to make himself a little bit more presentable. I thought his kind of wet. <laughs> he did the he did the classic like <laughs> splash face and then like use the water to try and like comb your hair back kind of thing. And then we and then we had that whole fight upstairs. <laughs> Still looks fresh. He doesn't look I mean there's like blood on him, but he's he doesn't have Doritos <laughs> on his fingernails anymore. Blood, yes, Doritos no. Yeah. Um Was okay. it Doritos or blood? Uh, <laughs> um you you look into the right top drawer. In the top you find a journal. It looks like it could be some sort of personal journal, but as you look over it, you see it is completely written in Gnomish. There's like no way, unless you have like a Comprehend Languages spell, or if you have someone who speaks Gnomish, mm-hmm. um, there's no way you'll understand what it is. But you do gather it's pretty important because it was locked in here, so you toss it in the bag of holding. You find in the right bottom, 
what looks to be another one of the weapons that you found though this one is like folded on itself um as you pull it out you it kind of unfolds like in your hand automatically because it, it just was you know it's clearly relying on like a quick jerking movement to set it and as you flick it into place it, it appears to what we would describe as a hunting rifle like a very long range rifle um that seems to be able to fold <clears throat> to become smaller and more portable um you also find in there uh, holy shooty thing <laughs> um okay let's toss that one in the bag too <laughs> for sure <laughs> put, put that safety on toss it in the bag um and you also spot in there um three potions you aren't really sure what they are but they look to be kind of like um you know like gold glitter paint mm-hmm. how it like it, if it gets like very very liquidy it kind of has like swirls and stuff mm-hmm. in it it literally looks like that I think this is nail polish. What's nail polish? Uh, you look. Uh, you look to maybe check if he had nail polish, but unfortunately, it's just ash. Mm-hmm. So there's no way to just identify <laughs> if they were wearing it. There's no way to know whether or not you know. So, um, but okay. And then with the rest of your checks, um, give me now that Zola's in here. You can give me an investigation check. Brigid, you identified that the book on his desk from before seems to be a lot more important. Like it was tucked under a few like documents and parchments and blueprints but like as you shift them away it looks it's very strange looking it, it is a thick tome with worn pages and kind of a, almost an iron cover it's it's heavy the more you pick it up it's almost like it's a bible but r- like covered in iron you can give me a history or arcana check to identify what that is. Uh, and what did you get on your investigation check, Zola? 21. 21. I rolled a 19. You, of course, as I said before, you find a number of potions. You you find all those blueprints and stuff. You guys are just, I assume you're just like grabbing everything that looks important. So, yeah, you guys are snagging all that stuff. Um, you also find three fantasy Red Bulls. Nice. You notice you you pull open a, a drawer and you see in their branded cans three fantasy Red Bulls. I toss them around. Um, you find another potion that you're not really sure what it is, though it seems to have like a like a large like larger than any other <laughs> fingernail you've ever seen floating within it. Yeah, it's oh. disgusting, but it's like floating in this kind of silvery liquid. Um, and you also um, find with that roll a really fine looking set of spectacles they're they're like gold thin rimmed um they seem to have some arcane glyphs and in, like inscribed very small on the on the metal rim of it um and wow. they definitely seem interesting to you zola ray-ban um yeah there is a ray-ban logo on the side of it i take my ray-bans off that i'm wearing and i put on <laughs> I these ones on these new ray-bans <laughs> these are knockoff i got them at bouillon bazaar <laughs> Um, okay. What, are they, what is Dola C? Um, give me an Arcana check. Will do. And what did you roll on 19. Um, natural 19. Natural 19. Brigid, as you're looking at this, this manual almost, you're like flipping through it, you begin to see diagrams that look very similar to the automatons. This is a manual of, it's a, it's a golem manual. It is a manual of iron golems. And basically... It contains information on how to construct creatures out of material that essentially act as like humanoid forms you can control. They're they're not like sentient. They're not, you know, they don't have any sort of extra intelligence. It's literally the equivalent of creating a suit of armor that can like act on your behalf, defend something, act in a way. Mm-hmm. But 
with your check, I think that you would insightfully kind of gather that this information helped Suleded develop the kind of technology that he used to create the soldiers. Like that in tandem with the clone spell is how they've been able to create this. And golem making has been is a practice that goes like into the history of Fayfall. You've never heard of an iron golem, but you you understand that golem what golems are. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zola, what did you roll on your check to identify these? I rolled a seven. Can Stilton come up and um, flip them because I was wearing them upside down? Yeah, you you realize that you literally had, which is seems impossible almost. Um, yes, go ahead and roll again. A four. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. Can I take them and put them on? Oh, I see though. I'm gonna add them to your inventory. Yeah. Um. I'll fail at it. Oh, <laughs> um, stupid glasses don't mean anything to me. <laughs> Um, you, good lord. Um, Zola, when you put them on, you realize it's as if you had, your entire life had astigmatism and suddenly you don't. You realize, these glasses help you see so well. I turn around and look out of the, um, out of the glass window and just point at the tree and go, can you guys usually see leaves on those? Zola, I have added it to your inventory. It should be there now. I'm going to equip it. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I know what these are. Um, these are sure a modified version of the eyes of an eagle, um, or like essentially the health perception checks. <laughs> because I always um, plus zero. Like as soon as Noah said glasses, I was like, it's like these Thank are for Zola. Bring it may not be here forever, so you're gonna need to be a little more aware. Excuse and me? I think I think establishing the fact that you had bad vision and this suddenly clarified. Yeah, I just had astigmatism. It's just you had bad vision this whole time. Wow, I can see like the stones on the buildings and stuff. These gold rim glasses fit over the eyes. While wearing them, you have advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight and you gain proficiency in the perception skill. In conditions of clear visibility, you can make out details of even extremely distant creatures and objects as small as two feet across. So you do look out and you see the the city in vast detail and you watch as what was probably organized by Quadrant kind of following various schedules of the day, you see that it has erupted into chaos. Every district is awake right now. You see soldiers scrambling through the streets. The barricade- Where's the mummy lord though? Um, with your incredible eyes, you look towards the tree, its roots cracked into the pyramid, holding steady. Only probably, you know, less than 20 minutes left of it staying there. Um, and you see a raging battle commencing. Bodies of Grimlock and Drow getting tossed out of the opening of this pyramid. Uh, Like, even from this distance, you see that they've been, like, completely dehydrated, like, drained of all moisture, scattering on the ground. Um, something is in there, and it's giving them quite a show. Things are going well down there. Um, so you find these glasses, you equip them on. These are Ambledorf's ocular improvers. I put them on, but I am going to say to you, Noah, is that I am at my three items that require attunement. Because the Amulet of Health, the Tusk, and my Ring of Illusion are the three items that I'm attuned to currently. Um, yes, yeah, so you will, un- if I'll you have want to, to use them, yeah. you'll have to choose something. All right. Gorgonzola thinks about this, tucks the um, tucks the glasses inside of my... Puts them in a little glasses um, case. Yeah, a little glasses <laughs> case. Puts them in the, the bag. Chaos. That's enough. <laughs> I'm done seeing for today. <laughs> I will instead swing swords and wear jewelry. Um, you pocket that... 
Think about um, that later. And think about that later. Can't do that right now anyway. Right. Um, the three of you turn back and begin to kind of assess your situation. You're all stuck in this office. You need to get out of here somehow. You need to get into the pupil and save those people. I release the rat from the cage. You walk over, pull the thing up um, on the cage, Why? and you watch the rat. That's and a clone rat, away. right? Are you releasing disease into yeah, the environment? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, it's, it's probably to find its way to the surface. It scampers off. Bite people on the subway. <laughs> you watch it scamper, that later. scamper down the stone path, hop into the elevator, Maybe hop will up eat and it. hit a button, and it goes... And then the elevator slides back I guess back it called down. the elevator for us. It's very <laughs> smart. Maybe it was a human. Um, you guys settle in here trying to figure out your next move. Unsure of whether or not you're even going to be able to make it out of this arcane laboratory in one piece. Definitely unsure about how you're going to proceed into that meeting now that Suladet is ash. And that is where we'll end our episode today. I am drenched in sweat. Um, That went incredible, though. That was insane. Great job, you two. That was so intense. That felt like a lot of off-the-cut plan making, and I I loved it. A lot of just really great work. And Um, lots of bathroom humor, which... The fans love. The fans love. Speaking of the fans, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. Um, Special thanks, of course, to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to become an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Um, check out all of our socials and stuff. All all the same handle, I believe. Yeah, I'm um, actually, you know, what? since you always ask me what I'm going to plug, I'm just going to start plugging my plug in my art Insta. Hell uh, yes. Soy Riso, S-O-Y. R-I-S-O. Hell yes. Um, on Insta. A lot of the incredible art that we have had in our... I am painting. Yeah, yeah, Lisa is painting and I am blown away every single time I Same. see it. You're so, so Go subscribe and... Uh, go subscribe. Go subscribe follow. To my subscribe and like Turn to, notifications to their on. Instagram. Make sure you get a buzz, even if you're sleeping. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, subscribe to that. Um, Ash, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I have something to plug. It's August, which means it's almost my birthday, which means... That if you're listening to this and you haven't become a patron of the Patreon of Try Not to Die. Give a gift, won't you? Give, give me a, a gift. gift. Give, give me, a gift. Give me the gift of doing this one thing. Even if you become a patron for only one month, listen to the Fantastic Mix Fox movie night episode. Tell me how funny I am. <laughs> yes, and then please. you can stop being a patron. Like that would be my gift. But I doubt that you would want to do that after you become a patron because this shit's so good. It is. You get that episode you get the afterlife where i'm more funny than i am on the actual show <laughs> we all um, are as funny because as we're fun. losing it because i'm losing mine yeah absolutely. i'm worse <laughs> i mean arguably like that content is just incredible it it's is priceless incredible. it's it is not actual content. arguable it's uh it's a fact so Give the gift that's, that keeps on giving and that's subscribe. my longest plug that i've done so. yeah I, I love hope it. you guys do it for me, my birthday. I'm going to plug Ashley's birthday. Happy birthday, Ashley. I'll also plug um, Ashley's birthday. Yeah, it's coming. It's the Thanks. end of this week. This this Leo episode will come DVDs. out, and um, soon it will be your birthday. So, yes, go sign up for the Patreon and support us. Lots of really exciting stuff coming. Um, and thank you once again for listening. Until next time, try not to die. All hell our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Becca B, Becca M, Colleen, Eclair, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, May, Nat, Nicola, Roni, and of course, our producer daddies, Patrick Brandstetter and Rose Evelyn Campbell. 
We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. Thank you.